Pulp MX Network production. It's the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show on PulpMX.com. Presented by Scott Motorsports, Rocky Mountain MC, and Pro Taper. Welcome, everybody, to the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show. The 250 East Coast has begun. Lots to talk about here, and uh, we thank you guys for listening. Helping you guys win some prizes, whether it's the Rocky Mountain League, whether it's Motocross Fantasy, or whether it's Moto Dynasty, we're here to help you guys out and uh, pick your, make your picks each week in the 450 and 250 Supercross East Series. And uh, like we said, always uh, pay attention to the uh, qualifying, pay attention to who's in the coast, especially this weekend with the East Coast. Like, you never quite know who's lining up, who's going to be there, and, and I'm sure there'll be some guys that we're not going to talk about on here that will be uh, qualifying pretty well and could be a possible sleeper. So please pay attention to, uh, to all of that. N-Fab.com. Do you ride a stock bike? No. That's why. Why, do, why drive a stock truck, folks? N-Fab.com. They offer innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality, quality styles. We'll let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. N-Fab.com. Weston Pike, Filthy Phil, Barsha, RV, Josh Grant's had NFAB stuff. James Stewart has had NFAB stuff back in the day. Uh, great guys. They support the sport. The JGR Suzuki guys, big part of that. And, of course, RM Fantasy SX, where you can win one of 100 incredible, 180 incredible prizes, including a race prep KTM 450 and 250. Other top prizes include uh, MX ATV Supercross game, Dunlop A-Star DC Motion Pro, 100% and more, rmfantasysx.com. It's powered by Rocky Mountain ATV MC, your premier source for power sports gear, parts, and accessories. Thanks to those guys, it's real easy to play that game. Top five in a wild card each week, so super easy to do that. Scott Sports, scott-sports.com, Instagram and Twitter, at Scott Motorsports, Facebook, all of that. Uh, the Monster Energy Pro Circuit guys, the Auto Trader, uh, Toyota JGR Suzuki, the uh, Rocky Mountain AT- ATV KTM, and Canard, uh, and uh, Porcel uses uh, Scott whenever he'll resurface again caleb russell chad weenan those guys and pro taper geico honda rockstar energy husky guys all use pro taper jgr suzuki brand new this year use pro taper whether it's the fusion bar the one-third waffle grip the twister throttle tube or micro bar those are just a few examples of how pro taper continues to push the limits and reinvent the way all of us experience riding our motorcycles protaper.com since coming out of the scene 91 with that crossbarless bar that bradshaw used that blew all of our wigs back back in the day all right, I'm Steve Mathis. With me on the line, uh, three fantasy gurus, three fantasy experts. First up from Fly Racing, flyracing.com, it's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? I think I should have the uh, guru tag rem- removed from my uh, title after this weekend was just horrific. And I honestly don't really want to talk about it, but uh, we got to do it. Is, were the, I'm asking for a friend. Were the scores in motocross fantasy this week really low? No. Okay, well, then mine then, was. then mine, mine was, was yes. mine was really bad. Um, also on the line from Get and Athena is uh, Dan Truman. What's up, Truman? How are you? I'm good. Do you think Stu had NFAD stuff on his truck when he went in the police scandal? I believe he absolutely did. Correct. Yes, he did. Okay. Yep. I thought I'd seen that truck today, I and I was like, hmm, NFAB. I don't think the light was NFAB's uh, deal. I'm not sure about that, okay. but um, uh, uh, Dan, who are you most mad at this week? Uh, I had a great week, so I'm good. There's nobody that yeah. that got you upset. The, the, well, Justin Brayton made me upset because he he took a nap, and I had him on my team, and Mookie was laying on the ground at that time, which I didn't have on my team. So I was like, this is this is bad. My guy's out, and now Mookie gets a second chance. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm more mad at Brayton for taking a nap. Yeah, me too. I had Brayton also. It's hard to be mad at JB for that, but still, we can. We can. Um, also on the okay. line from ProTaper, ProTaper.com, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? Hey, Steve. What's up, boys? On a level of 1 to 15, 15 being, you know, ecstatic, uh, uh, partying all night, uh, um, how good was Dallas for you with Weimer's 7th and Dean's 5th? Oh, uh, that on 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 that side it was yes. it was a fifteen. It was wonderful. Yes, I could imagine. It right. was it was really the only thing that that fixed my weekend. I had been in Dallas all week for work. Fantasy went awful. I was in a bad mood. I was tired. 
So that you were grouchy. Nice you even said on our group text, you're like, I'm grouchy. I'm miserable. I'm angry. Something. I'm really grouchy. Yeah. yeah. The, the best part of my weekend was getting on the airplane Sunday morning to go home. Um, what's up with ProTaper? How did everything go at the, uh, the Tucker show and everything else with the ProTaper products, dealers, yeah. media? Yeah, it was great. It was great. It was uh, the best show I've been a part of. Um, so it was cool to uh, go through that. It's uh, our yearly chance to speak to all the reps. We were in front of a lot of dealers. So it was great. It was good to have it. All right, uh, let's get into Moto Dynasty first hip on the show. Thanks to NFAB, thanks to Racer X for putting this up on their side also. So, Moto Dynasty top 12. Uh, last week or two weeks ago, I got uh, 24 to 24. And then uh, last week, I think I got, uh, I think I was 20 out of 24 or 21. I had another good week. Uh, not, not so much. It's crashing down to earth in Moto Dynasty. So, I had Eli Tomac winning all day long. Him and Marvin went back and forth at the top. He'd won the two races. I'm like, yeah, he's in. He's good. He's Eli. Tripled into that rhythm. Got me very excited. Uh, so I picked Eli to win, and uh, I got zero. I did pick Marvin for second uh, because he was fast all day. So I wasn't far off by that. That was a little out of the box to go Marvin second. Most everybody went Dunge, Tomac, 1-2, and we even told you guys to do that. So I just like what Marvin's doing in practice. So I put Marvin second. Uh, I put Dunge third. I put Anderson fourth. So I was one off on all of those guys. I put Sealy fifth. Missed out on that. Webb, I got a zero. Baggett, I got a zero. Chad Reed, I got a zero. Uh, Millsaps, I was one off. I had him in ninth. He got eighth. Uh, Braden, zero. Dean Wilson, I had 11th. I just uh, I thought that it's where he's been all year, 10th and 11th. And Dean did great in the fifth. And I had Kennard in 12th. Missed out by one point. Uh, had uh, had Kennard uh, in the 12th, and he got 11th. So, JT, 450's Moto Dynasty. How'd you do? Terrible. It was the worst weekend across all fantasy leagues that I've ever had in my life. <laughs> all right. Uh, I had five zeros in the 450 class. Well, I had uh, I had five mm-hmm. too. So, yeah. Yeah, Tomac to win. That's a zero. I had Marvin uh, to add. Sorry, I had, yes, Eli to win. I had Marvin second, so I was one off there. That's not too bad. Dungey, um, I had third. Um, that, you know, missed the one by one again. Anderson had fourth. So those were 20-point, you know, those three in a row. So it wasn't too bad. Then Webb, I had um, in the sixth, in the fifth spot, excuse me, that was zero. David had six. Uh, it was two off there, so that's 15, not too bad. Cole, I was way off. I had him um, in seventh. Chad Reed was a big donut, Blake Baggett donut, Brayton donut, and then I had Dino and Brock to round out the top 12, and I was way off on both of those two. They both had really, really good weekends. And then just to cap it off, I had the winner, Moto winner wrong as well. So oh, it went about as bad. I think that's easily the lowest score I've ever gotten in Moto Dynasty. But not everybody got the low scores. I don't think that's correct. I think if you go look at the scoring, not everybody what, got Who would not put Tomac or Webb or Baggett or Reed? Yeah, no, I know. It's just uh, it's a bit disheartening. It was bad across the board. <laughs> uh, Truman, what did you have for Moto Dynasty? I think I got negative points because I got the whole shot and the Moto winner wrong. <laughs> 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 uh, I had Marvin to win, though. I got 35 points. Oh, that. nice. That's the only thing I did right. <laughs> yeah. Why did you pick Marvin so, to win? Why did you pick Marvin to win? Because on lap two they started jumping to the whoops of practice one. Okay. So I was like, oh, okay, we don't we don't have whoops today, so I'll go with I'll go with the French guy. Okay. No, really, it it was really because of the whoop sections. He was unreal through those things in every practice, and you know, he had them dialed, and that was just that was just me going for that. I thought Marvin got the whole shot in the main event. No. Um. I mean, I picked Marvin to get the whole shot, and I mean, I watched the video. He's a bike length ahead of everybody. Does he not cross the line first? Well, I think they gave it to Bogle, right? Uh, maybe, uh, maybe I, I don't know. I, I really maybe don't know, but I did pick Marvin to get the whole shot, so and, and I got it wrong. So apparently they gave it to someone else. But anyway, I had the same twelve as JT. Um, I had Tomac second, Dungey third, Anderson, Sealy, Webb, um, Baggett. I got Millsaps correct in eighth, and then Chad Reed, Wilson, Tickle, and Brayton. So I had the same twelve as JT. I just so, the only thing good I did was Millsaps and Marvin, right? So I had Kennard. I was the only guy who had Kennard in the top 12? Yeah, you didn't have Tickle. No. Yeah, I went Kennard 12th. I'm just like, okay. I know JT stuff. Last week we talked about Trey quite a bit, and JT said it's either going to be kind of boom or bust. Uh, I, I didn't see it that way. Uh, I mean, he 12th. went boom a lot. Well, twice. Twice. So. <laughs> 
Um, I mean, you crashed twice. I think you crashed three times in the same turn. Yeah, that was twice, Dan. I think you just crashed crashed twice. Um, You crashed two times in the main event. That's boom. Well, it's a pretty crazy main event for sure. Um, We haven't seen that for a while. And uh, Paul, you uh, you're 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 refusing to play Moto Dynasty, correct? No, I nailed it. I got all twelve right. I went went Muskin, Sealy, Anderson, Dungey, Wilson for the top five, and I nailed it. Oh, fantastic! Fantastic. Good to hear. No, no, Uh, I'm just kidding. I I didn't didn't play it. Two fifties from Moto Dynasty. Uh, let's get into that, how we did. I had Justin Hill first. Uh, didn't look good. McElrath probably would have won had his bike not uh, malfunctioned. But I had Hill first. Uh, McElrath second. Davalos third. Plessinger and Martin uh, four or five. Martin is, is just not not killing everybody in fantasy. I had Forkner six. Not sure why. Don't know. Just couldn't find a home from above J-Mart. Uh, above Plessinger, above Marty. Uh, I thought the track was really good for Marty being a good starter. Hard to pass and a little technical for, for a dude like that. As always, uh, Dakotas and Reardon, you got to put them together. So I did in 7th and 8th. I was off on both of them. Uh, and Chiz, 9th, uh, uh, wasn't far off on that. Mel Ross, I looked pretty good. Um, he got a little lucky in the main event for sure to get the ninth. Um, but um, I had him 10th. Martinez, 11th, and I had the Cat, 12th. So I had um, two zeros. The Cat and McElrath, and I missed out on Surratt and McConaughey. Uh, JT. Oh, you didn't play J- You don't play 250. I didn't have 250 now. Dan? Yeah, I did. Um, we were, I did the same with you with Dakotas and Reardon, and I think we're right. They just went 4-5 instead of 7-8. So yeah. They're still right together. <laughs> yeah. They just move around. Sometimes 9-10, well, 7-8. Had, had Marty not cased the triple, he would have beat them both. So knock them both down one, yeah. one ring. And had... Martin not falling Mac- first turn, or McElrath. Yeah, add, Ma- add McElrath for sure, and now you have uh, them yeah. in 6-7. So. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, I, I had the, pretty much the same as you. I had Hill to win. Um, the only two I got right was Hill to win, and I had Plessinger in third. I had Dabalo second. Jeremy Martin I was off on. I had fourth. McElrath fifth. Uh, like you, Forkner, I just didn't know where to put him. I ended up with sixth. Dakota Severe in 7-8. Chisholm nine. Hayden Miller Oh, geez. 10, you were like, 11. You were me. Yeah. That's, that's basically what I had. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same, same team. And then just 12, I had uh, Starling just after because he had a good week the week before. Right. Um, and I was off. I did pick uh, Moto winner. Um, I got it right. It doesn't show me who I picked, but I think I picked, uh, I think I picked Hill maybe. Right. Um, I know, I know in 450, I did pick Tomac to win the heat race because he had the really easy, or not really yeah. easy, but the easier, easier heat easier. race. Yes, he did. Didn't even qualify out of it. Had to go to the semi. So. Um, all right. Uh, uh, Rocky Mountain, we'll go to who we're going to pick here. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll tie in the Rocky Mountain guys. RMFantasySX.com. Um, 11th place was the wild card. Um, I had Brock Tickle in there. So I was pretty far off on that. I went Tomac, Muskin, Dunge, so same as my Moto Dynasty, and then Anderson and Sealy, same as my Moto Dynasty, I believe. And uh, so I was pretty off on everybody. I scored 20 big points. I suck at Rocky Mountain this year, there's no doubt. Uh, JT, who'd you have? Uh, I got 15 points, so don't feel too bad about oh, yourself. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I had uh, basically the same lineup. I had Eli, Marvin, Dunge, Anderson, and Cooper. Okay. And uh, my 11th place was Tickle, so he obviously made me look silly there. Um, but he's been hovering right around that, you know, 9 to 12, so I felt I felt good about it going in, but mm-hmm. he uh, he kind of destroyed my chances there. But, yeah, I didn't uh, – I didn't get anybody on on the dot, which is the first time this year. So it was, uh, as I said, to lead off the show, it was a horrific weekend from start to finish in every league. Paul, how'd you do in Rocky Mountain? Well, I'm, I just logged in now to uh, check it out, and I forgot to pick a team again. But um, <laughs> they, they rolled my team over. They rolled my team over, and I got the same amount of points JT did. So I feel like I did okay. I got 15. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, Dan, how'd you do? I did good. I, I had Marvin to win. Uh, the high score for the week was only 93, so it wasn't like it was crazy. Um, I had Marvin to win. He was the only one I got correctly or uh, in the correct spot. I had Brock Tickle for 11th, and then I got – I think they give you five points for the wrong guys. Uh, I had Sealy and, mm-hmm. and Anderson in the top five. So the same same pick as my Moto right. Dynasty, but at least I got 30 – or Marvin winning 25, so that was good. All right, so going forward, Minneapolis, we'll talk about 250 East a little bit for sure uh, after this, uh, get more into depth than we may, we may do on 450s. Um, Dungy's hometown, Paul, uh, there's no doubt he's – I hate saying he's struggling because he's not struggling, but he's not riding Ryan Dungy like um, 
this is a really big weekend for him. I've written it. I've said it. If he's going to sort of get back to his level, it's going to be at this new stadium in front of his – we're back there for the first time in four years, and, you know, um, he's going to want to show everybody, you know, why he's got the number one on his bike and everything else. So do you still go first, second, him and Tomac? Are we still doing that? Or are we are we thinking about Don in different terms? I I don't I don't know um <laughs> I don't know that the has he won in Minneapolis before? Yeah, he beat RV uh, last time we raced there. He passed yeah, RV 13. like I thought I thought RV beat him that day. No, he no. passed RV Dungy, like um, Dungy passed him. Yeah. Yeah, any I don't I don't know um uh, he's been a bit off I guess, but at the same time he's growing his points lead every weekend, so I don't know that there's much to talk about. Like he's doing what he needs to be doing. So, but I I don't know if I can put him one two now on a on a Wednesday. Uh, I'd have to watch practice I think and see if he's. I think he needs to be in the top five in practice to put him in a one two spot. I think the other guys are riding pretty dang good, but but yeah. Dungey's doing what he's paid to do right now and he's leading the points. So. Um, I don't know. It's tough. I, I I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know where as, I'm at with Dunge. As right great now. as Dunge is, and and all and anybody like Dunge is, you know, an incredible, phenomenal rider, and they they don't use they don't need fake motivation, quote unquote. But I got to think, Dan, uh, that if Dunge really wants to top qualifying and everything else in Minneapolis, he he's going to be motivated to kind of you know, for the fourth place he got in, in Dallas was the only fourth time in 41 races he was off the podium. Yeah, and coming into Dallas, we heard that he was really sick. Uh, he had been sick for a few days, so I don't know. I don't know how much that played a factor into it or not. I know he got a bad start, and I mean we've heard the flu's been going around with all these guys. I don't know. I would think Dungeon isn't sleeping around with all these dirty girls at the races, so I don't think it's from that. But uh, um, I think he'll be good this weekend. I think he'll be he'll be first or second. Okay, so JT, put him in Tomac first or second. I think Dunge is in there. Yeah, I I know he's been struggling, but um, if you don't have Dungey in your top three, I think you're you're silly. Uh, I think this week in Noah, he'll have extra motivation. He probably wasn't thrilled with a fourth place, um, so I look for him to to bounce back. So put him first or second. I would, yeah, yeah, I'll have him first or second. I, I think that's with Tomac. Over time, you're going right. to be right much more yeah. times. You're going to be wrong with, with Tomac. If the whoops are easy again, um, you could yeah, put Marvin. Yeah, I think so. I think Eli. He was he was uh you know my pick to win last week. I still think if you give him the whole shot there, he probably still wins. Um, I think he would have outdueled Marvin there he? heads up, but you put him in traffic and everything changes. He was third when his break went, right? I think Tomac was third. Not sure. Something like that. Yeah, I think third or third, third or fourth. fourth. No, I don't think he was ever ahead of Sealy. He was fourth. Um. So Dan, what were you saying about the whoops? I'm just saying if the whoops are very easy, like they were last weekend, not, not easy, but if you can jump through them with confidence, Marvin Marvin's going to be hard. And Dungeon knows he has 20-something points on Marvin. He's not going to kill himself to try and beat Marvin right now. So um, I would look at times. I mean, I wouldn't be against picking Marvin to win again if it's easy, if the whoops are easy. I, I'm so 18, to, see, 18 um, to Marvin. I, I think Dunge will try to kind of send a – a statement back to Marv, like, hey, I man, I, agree. I, I have this number and this points lead for a reason. I agree on that. What are you saying, Paul? I, I say, I, I was saying, I think it'll be interesting to see what a win does to Marvin. Like, if, if you know, because I, I think we've seen it with so many guys, once you get that first result or the first win, it's a lot easier to do it after that. So, I, I maybe we're going to see a, a even better Marvin Muskin each weekend. I don't know. But I do agree, G is going to want to probably put a stop to it, but I just don't. I just don't know where he's at right now. Maybe he has been sick or tracks haven't suited him, but he's still leading the points. So um, I, I don't know. So put Marvin third, though. I would on a, on a Wednesday on Motocross Dynasty and Rocky Mountain. I would put Mar. I would put Marv third. Do we all agree on that? Uh, maybe. I, think those are I don't know. I, I think these guys are all pretty fluid. There's nobody that's really stood out. You know, Eli. You could make a rock hard argument why Eli should be one. You could make another argument why Dungey with an 18 point lead should be one. And then somebody else can make an argument that Marv should be one after such a you know mm-hmm. incredible performance last week. So I don't know that there's a a hard and fast answer that everybody could agree on with with these you know first few guys. Okay. Um, I mean Cooper was Cooper was good both the first start and the second start. I mean he got a flat tire. He was looking like he was going to be on the podium. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think you're right. He probably yeah. wins the first main event. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All those guys were pretty far back. 
So, um, something but I think I think was Cooper's never raced East Coast ever. He's never raced an East Coast track uh, in Supercross. So that could play a factor. Ruts, think, things like that. I think, I think uh, it'll be fine. Looking at my at the Moto Dynasty, Dunge, Tomac, Marv, in some order. Anderson, Seeley, right there. Webb, Anderson, Seeley, Webb. I should say right there. Mix them up. I think at this point, Baggett and Millsaps are stamp it top ten guys. Do we agree with that? Yep. I mean, they've been really good, Baggett and Millsaps. Um, Millsaps for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. And, and then there's Reed, and that's nine, right there. Um, anybody know what's going on, with Chad Reed? Anybody? Anybody have any? Do I have any friends at Chad Reed on this on this phone call at all? We've got a he's bike fine. issue. What, what? Yeah, he's fine. He wasn't exactly moving forward or crushing it before his bike acted up. Well, he, he was pretty beat up in that crash, too. One at a time, please. <laughs> okay. He had a big crash in practice. He did. Was that bugging him? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's your top nine. And is Brayton out? I think Brayton's out. Do we know? He kind of hinted he was going to be out on his Instagram. I'd so, be surprised if he's in. I, I would, too. Yeah. What about Justin Barsha coming back? Is he back? Yep. He's back. Okay. Barsha's in your top 12, I think. <laughs> right? We can all agree on that. In yours or ours? In, in everybody. <laughs> he should be in everybody's top 12, right? Uh, no? I don't, I don't know. Sure you think that's what? true. It's Justin Barsha. <laughs> what about Bogle and Kennard and Malcolm Stewart and those guys? They're not in your top 12. Malcolm is still, I need Pickle. to see. I need to see more more from Mookie, more from Tickle to put him in my top twelve. Canard's a top twelve. Guy. More from Tickle. Tickle's been top ten every weekend. No, he's not. Tickle's got six. I know. You're, I know. You're right. What about Dean Wilson? What about Dean Wilson? Yeah, Dean's in Dean's in top twelve. Yep. He's he got what he's gone a, a ten eleven ten five in the last three. He appears to be trending upwards. So there's my top twelve. I already got it. It's already stamped. Let's hear so it. You're now. just putting here. You're just putting Barsha in for Brayton. Yes. So no tickle. Right. Tick, you can't go off Dallas, Dan. Dallas was nuts. It was nutty. But you're going to put Trey. But you have Trey in there. He's Trey Kennard. He's, Trey won, in. he's won five, five 450 Supercrosses in his career. So if James shows up next weekend, you put him in there? No, no. James is his own outside deal. <laughs> but when I go Trey Kennard versus Brock Tickle and I look at their resumes and their speed and their, their ability, their bikes, their teams, everything – uh, I am picking. I am picking Trey Kennard. I, I apologize for that. I'm sorry, but that's just sorry. But Trey Kennard. Can we bet? Are we allowed to bet? Uh, yeah, we can bet. But you'll tell everybody. Yeah, you, you go around and tell riders. I won't tell anybody. You go around I, and tell the I riders. Broke that rule. Okay. You, so you guys realize we're on a uh, recorded podcast, right? <laughs> so I think you're telling everyone. You know? I'd hope they realize, JT. But you never know. Um, okay. Well, so Dan Barsha is not a top twelve guy. Of course, I he may be. Say that. I just don't know. Yeah, I took I took Brayton out and put Barsha in for me. I okay, mean, I'm so, going to obviously see him ride. So now you're arguing with I mean, me, and, and you have the same top 12 as me. No, I think Tickle's in and Trey's out. That's what I'm arguing. All right. Paul. Yes. Steve? Can I help you? Can you settle this for us? What would you like me to settle? Who's out and who's in? Kennard versus Tickle. Uh... They do. Are you saying they both fit in the top twelve? I mean, if you if you if you go with Barsha in a top twelve spot, then yeah, we I only have room for one of, guy. I think they're both. Well, I think they're both out of the top twelve. I guess. Well, who's oh, you put Barsha? I, why in. wouldn't Barsha be in that conversation too? Against all three of the, all the other two. Yeah, that's that. There, I, I think I, w- I would say Kennard, Tickle, Wilson, Barsha, um, are your nine, ten, eleven, twelves, right? Is that where we're at? Hmm. No, we have one, and, and we have any, one extra. Any, yeah, you have one extra. Order. You have one extra guy in there. Oh. Okay, well, they're in my top thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Moto Dynasty does not have a drop-down menu. I settled it. Thir- thir- I thir- settled thir- thir- it. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, if Barsha's back, that should be interesting. Uh, we'll get to him to motocross fantasy for sure. Um, but that's your top twelve, folks. In some order, if you want to argue about Canard and Barsha, and put in Tickle, or put in. Um, uh, Mookie? What about Bogle? Maybe? Bogle? Or Weimer. Or Weimer? Coming off of seventh place? No. 
No. no. I mean, why am I the only guy with an actual opinion here? You guys can, you guys keep going. What about? What about? But you're throwing in, you're throwing in 16 guys into 12 spots. So why do you know? I mean, well, give me. About all the I'm just saying. You're saying stamp it. Choice. You're saying stamp it top 12. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, okay. I don't. My stamp is put away. It's in the drawer. The key is locked. Well, there's 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 ten there's ten stamps. There's ten stamps. Absolutely. Let me hear your ten stamps. Without a doubt, there's ten stamps. Dungey, Dungey, Tomac, Marvin, Anderson, Seeley, Webb, Baggett, Wilson, Reed, Millsaps. That's your ten stamps. Okay. Ten stamps. So, so you're saying Kennard, Tickle, Barsha, Weimer are up for battle for the last two. Bogle. Bogle. Mookie. Mookie. I don't know about all that, Dan. He got top ten last week. That's, argue a, that's the same argument as Tickle saying that Tickle got six and stuff. It was Dallas. It's weird. It's stupid. It was, you know, it was nutty. You just can't it go was, off. It wasn't a mud race or anything. It was just a supercross. Just because people had bad nights, it was, it was just a supercross. You just can't go off that. You can't. Okay. So, all right. We're just trying to give people a Okay, my, okay so I stamped 10. I stamped 10. My two are Kennard and Barsha. JT, your two? Um, Don't waffle. I'll, I will waffle if I choose to. <laughs> I'm going to go Tickle and Trey. Fly Rags his own. Trey Kennard. Yep. Uh, Dan? Tickle and Barsha. Paul? Um... Trying to find a combination that you guys didn't pick here. No, oh, you can go ahead. Uh, I'll go Barsha and Kennard. Okay. Uh, All right, moving on. Moving on. Uh, so your top, I think Dungey wins. Dan, what do you think? Yeah, I have him to win right now. I just did my team. I have him first, Eli second, Marvin third, and then, yeah. like uh, you said, Anderson, Seeley, Webb. Yep, I agree. Um so, who who wins this weekend, JT? I'm going to take Dunge. He hasn't shown much reason to take him mm-hmm. as of late, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think yep. he's the most consistent. He puts himself in the best situations the most often, and it's his home race, so I'll take Dunge. Paul? On a Wednesday, without watching practice or anything, I'll, um, I guess I'll take Tomac just to be a little different, but this is... Right. This is hard. Um, Rocky Mountain ATV MC, uh, seventh place wild card. I'll go bag it. Um, really tough to to say for sure. Um, seventh. I place. do have I do have one question. On so if anybody saw this saw an Instagram video this week, it was uh, at Baker facility, and can we please Zach, call that place the Baker? The Marvin Anderson and Dunge. We're all doing a moto together. And Dunge was the last one, which usually indicates the fastest guy. He's the fastest guy. So does that mean anything? Do we read anything? I mean, you have to read into it some just because that's how these things work. But Maybe he got passed. Uh, it was the first lap. But listen, no one's – Alden's not going to go, hey, okay, let's do some motos. We're going to stagger these. Marvin, you go last because these guys and their egos and everybody would get pissy and upset and everything else. Well, I just, I just thought it was interesting. There's always – listen, you're talking about the top two guys in points, you know, yeah. having to practice together. Yeah. And there's all and, – and the guy that's yeah. not starting in last just won the last weekend. So there's always going to be some sort of, sort of hierarchy. I just mm-hmm. thought it was an interesting I am, note. And, and you can make nothing out of this, or you can look at the psyche behind it. I, thought I just thought it was interesting. I'm 100% with you, JT, in that Dungy is going to want to put a message to Marvin – about hey hey yeah, bro I think it's friendly yeah I think it's friendly yeah, but yeah. it's still yeah. like hey you know great job but I'm still yeah. the guy like yeah. th- I think that stuff still goes on it has to for I mean, sure these guys are you know uber competitive that's if I were to have Kenny Watson so if I were to have Kenny Watson on here I'd say hey guy nice podcast still number one podcast that's what I would do original and still best right uh, seventh right. place Rocky Mountain I got Baggett he's at two sevenths uh, so far this year so I like my odds uh, Paul seventh place four fifties Rocky Mountain do it Davey Millsaps. All right, Dan. I have Baggett. JT? What position was it? Sorry, I missed it. Seventh. Seventh. 
Chad Reed. All right. Okay. Uh, Pro Taper, Scott Sports, Rocky Mountain ATV MC, and NFAB all on board this Racer X podcast, Fantasy Podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Moto Dynasty 250 East. That should be exciting. Um, let's go. You in mean here. Moto, Motocross Dynasty? No, Motocross Dynasty. Is that, isn't that what I said? Yeah, I just thought you were mistaken. Um, can we play uh, Motocross Dynasty, Moto Dynasty on the East Coast or no? Yeah, I'm in. You you have to you have to join the league. Okay, so we did a podcast, a preview podcast on Racer X this morning. Uh, myself and JT and Wygant all thought that Savachi is the odds-on favorite to win the title. Let's go even win the opener for that matter. Um, slightly ahead of Osborne and Christian Craig. Uh, Paul, can you tell us if you agree? Um, title winner? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think you, you'd have to go Savachi. He's the guy that gets good starts. He's consistent. He's won before. He's been in a title hunt before. Um, he's finished seasons, no, in, you know, injury free. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd agree with that. Um, I haven't heard any hiccups as, you know, from the goat farm as, as I was actually on a rental car bus with Ricky, uh, at the, over the weekend and asked him about Joey and he said he's ready to go. So, um, yeah, I, I'd agree with that, that he's probably the title favorite, but I can't wait for it to start. Cause I think there's some other people that have some, something, something to say about that. Um, so we got Savachi, Craig Osborne. Let's go that, your top three. If you want to flip Osborne and Craig, I'm, I'm down with that. Adamson, Cirillo, um, fourth maybe right now. Amart, does Amart beat him maybe? Uh, I could say that. After those five guys, I think those are the five that I'm going with for top five. Um, Savachi, Craig, Savachi first, Craig Osborne, flip them if you want. And Cincerillo and Martin, flip them if you want. Uh, JT, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go Savachi first. Uh, I'm a little unsure after that. I have gone back and forth the last few minutes between Christian Craig and Zach Osborne. Uh, I think I'm going to stick with Craig. I'm going to put Wacko Zacho third. Uh, and then I have uh, I have Amart fourth. And then um, fifth I have AC, which I don't know. I don't really have a lot of logic for why AC should be there. He's he's kind of a boomer bust guy, it seems. But yeah, I agree um, with that. Yeah. He, he seemed like he was able to – just put in results in the outdoor series last year. He didn't have to win or crash. Um, so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and go uh, AC fifth, but that's my top five for right now anyway. And after that, Hampshire, Jordan Smith, um, Benny Bloss. Yep, I have Benny six. Benny six, okay. I had a hard, I had a, I had a RJ and, and Jordan. I do, yeah. Okay. I think uh, I think Benny's going to be good. I think he's going to turn some heads. All right, Dan, what do you think after after those five? Or, 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 Dan, do you agree with those five that we just talked about? It's about you, Craig. Osborne, yeah, I have Amar. I have Amart a little higher. I'm third right now. Um, I think he's a good starter, and from what I hear, I mean, I hear Benny is really fast also, but I hear Amart's you know right with McElrath. So I would want I want to think that McElrath would be in the front three of this group also. So I'm just gonna I have Amart third right now, but uh, I have Joey and Craig one two. And then Osborne fourth. You know, Osborne needs to be third or second. You just wait. You wait. I I agree that he has speed, but he has an issue with never winning a Supercross before, and that's big. Yes, yes. So, Um, uh, I have AC fifth. Like you guys, I I don't know, though. I mean, (laughs) yes, he could come out and and win, right? I mean, he's won three of the five he lined up for. Yes. So, um, I just don't know. And then that next. He could. I would be not surprised at all if AC is fastest qualifier on the weekend and he wins the race. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Mm-hmm. So uh, I do have Nichols sixth. I seen him ride preseason before his injury, and he was really, really fast. Um, but I don't know how he is after the injury. Yeah, J- so JT, you're sixth. a little, you're a little skeptical on Nichols' injury. Um, yeah, I just think it's early. You know, I don't yeah. think he'll be 100 percent yet. So time will tell. We'll learn a lot. You know, during the day on on Saturday, just seeing him ride. Go ahead, Dan. I do. I do have that next group of it's for me. It's Nichols, Hampshire, Smith, and and Benny. Um, and then I have. I also have Kyle Peters in that group because he's such a good starter. So I don't know um, where. Maybe eighth, ninth. Yeah. But I do have him in that group. Yeah, Peters is solid. You got to put him in your top twelve in there for sure. Um, for sure. Paul. Uh, Paul, you were saying Adam. You wouldn't be surprised either if Adam just won everything this weekend. No, not at all. I mean, I think it was. 
a big deal for Adam to finish the outdoor season. No injuries. I haven't heard of any injuries over the off season. I, we all know he can go fast. So the biggest thing with Adam is injuries. He's got to finish the season. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he wins the first race. He could win the first three races, but he needs to finish the season and not get hurt. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. Pro Circuit has a lot of momentum going. I mean, it, it really does make a difference when there's success on the previous Coast to U race. I've, I've lived through it on that team, and it does help. Um, so um, they've got the ball rolling at Pro Circuit, and I would imagine that's going to help get kind of Joey and Adam off to a good start. So I don't know. I can't, I can't wait to watch and watch it start and see who's quick in practice and see what the guys look like because that'll help me make um, kind of put these guys in place. But you guys have the right top five, I think. Um, but again, it's like what JT says about the 450 class. If R.J. Hampshire gets sixth and Jordan Smith gets seventh, they're not going to be happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Those correct. guys aren't paid to get sixth and seventh. Um, but I don't see how they get in that top five group. I just don't. Jordan, Jordan's fast, Jordan man. Jordan could do it. Jordan could do it. Yeah? Okay. I think so. I think he's a good starter, and and um, he's improved, I think, year to year. And I think he's going to be better on this KTM than he was on his Geico bike last year. Um, but... You know, it's the same story with Jordan Smith. You need to stay off the ground. JT, I just don't see how you can put Bloss ahead of Hampshire and Smith right now. Dan, do you do you have that? I mean, everything we're hearing, and I'm sure JT's hearing it too, is that Benny is, is really, really fast right now. So um, I'm sure we have many of the same sources. So I don't know. I haven't seen him ride. After practice, I'll look at him. I have him 10th right now. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe oh, he goes up, geez. but I have him 10th. Uh, Dylan Ferrandis, I've probably seen him ride the most out of all of us in Europe. Uh, He's always like the fastest uh, European-based guy in these Genevas and Bercy and Lils and stuff and all that. Um, But he he has trouble staying uh, off the ground. So, Um, But he he should be all right. He'll be in your top 12. Put him in there. And Mitchell Harrison, just just crushing fantasy teams everywhere again. Do we all agree on that? Uh, my My screen says number 45, Chris Aldridge. It must, it must auto-corrected. They're the same rider to me. <laughs> one's, one, one's on East Coast, one's on West Coast. They, they are. They are. Although Harrison will have his team support around him, which should propel him to be better than Aldridge. But um, I don't think Aldridge doesn't – Aldridge isn't as scary to watch until he crashes. Harrison's terrifying to watch up until yeah. all the way through his crash. They're a little different on that because Aldridge looks like he's fine, and then all of a sudden he's flying through the air. Harrison looks like he's going to crash the entire lap and then the next lap and the next lap and the next lap and then he does finally crash. <laughs> it's kind of like Jordan Smith, though, a little bit, you know? Yeah, Jordan, Jordan's definitely an, an envo- a serial envelope pusher. Yes, yes. Jordan, you're like, ooh, well, we gotta a, ah, and then all of a sudden. I think the, sorry, 11th and 12th is actually tough. And if you could go like Harrison you got guys like Renslin and A-Rod. There's a whole group of guys that Matt, are around that same speed, I think. And, Peter. okay, uh, super biased source of Tony Alessi. Super biased source, but he's been pumped on McAdoo. Like, I cannot he, believe that Tony Alessi is now one of your sources. Can't believe it. Do you, do you, <laughs> you know why, JT? Because he respects the way I call it like I see it. And Tony Mills. party together in Spokane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just saying, McAdoo, that bike is not bad, guys. I'm seriously, Kiefer rode it. Like, it's not bad. And yeah, I'm sure I'm sure his okay. bike's fine, but there's still the rookie learning curve. Yeah. It's still his first Supercross. Oh, I'm just talking top 12 uh, or Moto Fantasy pick. Uh, I hear, yeah, I hear yeah, you. Yeah. It's still going to be not claiming be right. tough. Not claiming any sort of, you know, uh, anything else other than that. Um, and uh, Peters, I think, in top 12. Norn? Anybody want a Norn in the top 12? Nope. First <laughs> two letters and everything? know about uh-huh. Norn. <laughs> What's that, JT? First two letters of his name, last name, are all you need to know. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> no for Norn. Um, all right. Uh, all right. That's been uh, Moto Dynasty. So, again, people, pay attention to uh, Paul. If you're not quite sure on East Coast and you need to get a lineup in and you're not quite sure like don't be top scared to put practice. yeah put the top 12 in from practice right now i mean yep I, I don't think that would be a bad strategy at all for the first round yep because you're really not sure you know um yep. so go ahead and, and do that if you want and um it's not a bad strategy n-fab.com protaper.com scottsports.com uh, scott-sports.com and of course uh, rmfantasysx.com powered by premier source and power sports uh, rocky mountain atv mc 
Let's get into motocross fantasy here. Um, I haven't looked at these picks at all. How are we doing on these? Dan is 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 Justin right? It's it's. Yeah, he he's a he's, bit off on a few, but oh, no. I mean, going from from I had a good week last week. I jumped up almost a hundred spots, so I'm really excited. It was a bad week for a lot of people. It looked like so. Yeah, bad week um, for me. Who'd you have, Dan, in uh, in Dallas four fifties? In in four fifties, um, I was on two fifties. Oh, I'm sorry. But in uh, four it's okay. In four fifties, I had Jake Weimer, who was the best pick of the weekend. Yeah, 44 nice points. Nice one. And then I couldn't pick the next three. I had them the previous week, Wilson, Tickle, and Stewart. Mm-hmm. So I did have Albertson, who was the, the next best. So I, I did the best I could, you know, with what I could pick. Um, I couldn't decide, so I picked Marvin. I was just like, I think it's going to be a low-scoring week, so I'm going to pick Marvin. And, I mean, he did the best he could. And then my, my only bad pick of the eight guys of the weekend was Brayton. And I feel like so many people had him, it really didn't yeah. affect my he team was that much. Three. He was a three, and, and yeah, it looked... Look good, Dan. I also picked Albertson, and how scary is it having Jimmy Albertson in fantasy? Uh, well, I mean, I literally have to go down to the—I don't know if I should say this—but I go down to the staging area. JT was very upset about this in the night show, and I mean, I'm like giving him water, I'm making sure his bike's good, I'm pumping him up, you know. Like, I mean, this is unbelievable. Sure of- by the way, <laughs> this is this is total. This is absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> Um, I had two guys in the LCQ. I had Weimer and Jimmy down there, and I mean, I was—it was stressful. stressful. <laughs> I, I mean, why, I'm still sitting in the stands though, to see how it goes down, but yeah. Um, okay, so I had Albertson. I had Trey Kennard, who was a one and didn't really pay off. Twenty-two, not not terrible, but uh, I had Alex Ray. Alex Ray qualified well. You know, I, I'm 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 entrenched in a Ray. Camp, you know what I mean? So I know everything that's going on and, with A-Ray. And he's been so much better since you got out of that camp. <laughs> Thank you. I would say more <laughs> like since DV actually helped him. It actually has seemed to work. Um, and then I had Brayton also. So a terrible week for me. I did not have Weimer, Wilson, Tickle, Stewart, none of those guys. Uh, Politelli. Politelli is a fantasy killer. And he sort of paid off this week with a 36 points. I thought there was no way. Austin Politelli finishes the 20-minute main event. Uh, luckily, a lot of other guys had issues for him, but uh, he got 18th, and I was wrong. Um, but uh, so good job, Austin Politelli. Um, JT, who'd you have? Uh, I had Jason Anderson, so I got max points out of him. I had uh, Brayton, so that was a big zero. Uh, I had Marvin, who that was max yeah, Brayton, points as well. Brayton was two points. Brayton got two. Brayton got two. Brayton got two. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, well, he didn't get very far. And then I had Dino, which was, you know, obviously a good pick. Uh, my 450 wasn't terrible comparatively. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, the Braden thing most people had. Otherwise, it was all right. Um, I just, when we get into the next class, that's where things really, really go off the, the track <laughs> uh, quickly. Paul, who, Paul, who'd you have in, in motocross fantasy four riders? 450s. Yeah, it was it was bad. Um, I had Albertson, Muskin, Dungey, and uh, Brayton. So, I um not not. Nothing special by any means. 250 class was way worse, mm-hmm. um, but I I got out the results of the effort I put in. I just did not put in much effort. I was kind of busy all day and talking a lot to people. There was more people at that race than I've, or that I kind of need to talk to than other races, and uh, I just didn't focus very good on it, and that's why I didn't do very well. So um, I focused a lot, and it didn't work worth a crap. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jay, uh, 250s, Paul, who'd you have in 250s? Let me click over real quick. Uh, I'll start but, then. Uh, it's, oh. it's bad. I, I got it right here. Okay. Um, I know two of the guys didn't make the main event. One guy I had, um, uh, he almost made the main event in Oakland, is that Bradley Leonette, and I'm I'm friends with his mechanic. Um, so I was like, hey, do you think I'll get in tonight? And he's like, yeah, he'll get in. And, and he looked great in practice, but, man, it is crazy to me how awful some people ride when the gate drops and there's people around him. He looked like he couldn't shift. He's really and, uh, he, he's sketchy. Leonard, he's well. That he wasn't sketchy in practice, but okay. he was awfully sketchy in that race. But I feel bad for him. He cased the triple. I think he broke his jaw. So he's um, he didn't make it. The other guy I had, Blake Lilly, didn't make it. Not sure why I picked him. Like I said, Lilly qualified pretty well. I think, if I remember right, Lilly qualified. Let me look. Uh, I think he was somebody I was looking at. Like, hmm, Brand, Lilly, Blake Lilly. The other two guys I picked were yeah, he qualified uh, 18th. Lilly qualified 18th. Yeah. So 
So I don't know. Maybe it wasn't that bad, but it just didn't end up very good for me. But the other two guys I had were Hayden Melross and AJ Canizero, and they did okay. So, uh, but yeah, bad weekend. I had Melross, 32 points. I could not pick Heft, who was the top scorer. Couldn't pick him. I was on his bandwagon last week. Martinez was a three, and I was like, ah, I don't know. Good job by him to get eighth. Then Melrose was the third pick, which I had. Surratt, again, another pick, another good fantasy week for Ryan Surratt. I could not pick him, and I could not pick A.J. Canzaro. He was the next one, so uh, not so good for me. I had uh, Hayden Melrose for 32. I had McConaughey for 26, and he was a three, and he was 15th forever. But then... I want to say two guys crash into each other, and he started moving forward late in that race. But for a long time, McConaughey was not going to pay off. I ended up with 11th, and he was a handicapped three. I had Auberson, and I picked him for the first time, so I had the full Killian Auberson experience, um, which was sketchy. Uh, I think that's the first time I picked him all year. And then I had Brandon Shear, and I was trying to be like, why did I pick Brandon Shear? Oh, yeah, he qualified 20th. Oh, yeah, pretty good qualifying. Um, Auberson was 15th. So that's why I went Shear. Shear did not make the main event, and uh, not happy with that. Um, JT, who'd you have? Oh God, <laughs> um, I had Shear too. Terrible, 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 terrible. He missed by one. Then in the LCQ, he man, pretty much didn't try. Um, that's the second time this season that I've been burnt by uh, Mr. Shear, and uh, I am not afraid to share with you that I'll never pick him again. JT, did you see him sitting in the airport across from us with his arm in a sling? He was? Cher was? That, yeah, when you sat down next to me at the airport, he was sitting across from us, that shorter kid in the hat with his arm in a sling. That was him. Why do you have an ar- his arm in a sling? I don't, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> yeah, saying. Maybe he finished I the LZ fantasy too. player roughed him up in the pits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but his arm was in a sling. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else did I have? I'm trying to pick here. I have my yeast results here. Um, I know it was all bad. I'm trying to think for a second. Uh, crap. Um, we need to instruct JT on how to to find his old picks on the computer. Well, were, I'm not at a computer. That's the problem. They were so bad, he couldn't couldn't even do it. Yeah, it was it was pretty much terrible. Um, the Sorry. frustrating part is when you see the top picks and how, how people scored points, I could look at those guys and I could have picked all four of those guys. So there's nobody's fault except my own why I didn't do good. I like to blame other people. Um, <laughs> I would rather not have that on me. JT's a millennial. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get into uh, this weekend in Minneapolis. Let's go 450s first. We didn't talk about how good my picks were. Oh, I'm sorry. Ah, sorry, we Dan. We don't care, Dan. No. Dan, we don't care. My one good, my one good weekend. No, Dan, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Chris Aldridge was on my team and crushed it. Oh, that's right. And I was taunting He's you with Aldridge's text. Yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> I had Aldridge, the cat, and Hayden Melross. They all did really good. Yeah. And then my... Uh, I had Scott Champion, who he was hovering around his handicap. He was an eight. Uh, he did pay off. Oh, he got 24 points. So I had a good weekend. Really good. I remember my team now. I had Auberson, who is one of the most out-of-shape riders I've ever seen in my life in this class. Ever seen in my life. That He's guy. from Switzerland. Yeah. he. Uh, I, I'm going to be nice. I, I want to say some horrible things about his fitness level, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refrain. Uh, not all of us are um, in tip-top shape. I understand. I also had Justin Starling, who was not able to get uh, 14th or better. He was 15th. Um, not thrilled about that. He seemed very happy with it on his uh, social media after the race, which I was <laughs> puzzled by. <laughs> and uh, then uh, my last one was Scott Champion, which he was all right. It wasn't anything spectacular, but he got in out of the LCQ and he got double points. So uh, I don't think he rode all that well. I watched him, obviously, every lap, and he didn't look great by any means, but he got double points, so I'll take it. Dan, I was just looking here. Uh, what was Aldridge's? Uh, what was his handicap? He, he was a twelve. 12. Remember, we both we both passed on him the week before, hoping this would happen. He yeah. was the number one pick. But, yeah, yeah. This, I have I have a I have know, to jump in here on on Aldridge. This is this is ridiculous because I watch him in practice. <laughs> Dan isn't even watching, and Aldridge cases the triple where Leonette crashed and Baggett crashed. Everybody, crashed. yeah, yeah. So hard that he could not finish practice. He pulled off like mm-hmm. three or four minutes into practice, rode with one hand off after he cased a triple around the finish line and went to the mechanics area, p- 
picked up his mechanic and left. Didn't ride any more laps. I'm like, uh, he's already like the sketchiest pick in the history of fantasy motocross. Now he can't even ride. So no chance I'm picking that dude. Nope. Truman picks him. Yep. No problem. Yeah, but I knew, I knew that, but I did. I knew that though. Aaron from RCH told me I was picking my teams over there and he's like, he's like, Hey, I, I was talking about Aldridge. He's like, Hey, I seen him holding his wrist when he came off the track. And I was like, man, is he racing? So I like literally waited to see if he went to staging. And I was just, I, I was like, I have to gamble. I'm, I'm in 150th place. Like I have to gamble here and hope so that then, he pays off. So then I have, cause he used to wear fly. I have Max, our pro athlete manager, go ask him, Hey, how are you feeling? I, we saw that you didn't finish practice. Are you like, are you all right? He says, I've only ridden once and I'm super sore. I don't know how this is going to go. So great. I feel like that is just so much Dan Truman. And whenever Dan one day, you know, hopefully a hundred years from now passes away, they are going to pull so many horseshoes out of Dan's <laughs> hole that it will make your head spin because Paul knows this. And Karsten Butler would, would argue this too, that no one is as lucky as Dan Truman for no other reason than pure luck. <laughs> true. That is the most accurate statement. <laughs> <laughs> haters gonna hate Dan. Haters gonna hate, bro. Yeah, you you guys keep picking. You're saying Albertson's the mo- most out of shape guy ever, but you'll pick him at Seattle the next race. You know, like so. You got to gamble here. You got to you got to stay away from those guys. Pick the good guys, like like Chris Aldridge and Mitchell Harrison. Okay. <laughs> so. Can we move on, please? All right, uh, motocross I'm fantasy. To get fired up. Motocross fantasy four fifties. I've just been looking at these handicaps. Uh, Blake Baggett's a zero. I like that. I can pick him, and I like it. Um, uh, I thought Heath Harrison was going to jump in for Tommy Hahn this weekend, and, and I've just been informed that he's not. Uh, Josh Grant should be back, and he's a one. Do we know for sure if he's back? I I don't know. I think he rode for the first time today because I was in gridlock on the 15, and I got to see it for a little bit. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Nick Schmidt's a nine. Weimer's a three. This is some of the guys that I like. JT, what do you like? Dean Wilson's a zero. Yeah, I don't know. There's not a, a ton of great picks, just kind of like last week. Like last week, I was forced into picking two uh, safe guys, and it, it, it was all right. Uh, the Brayton thing was was my main downfall. I'm going to take a closer look um, at guys like Mookie. Um, he's obviously starting to turn a corner, I think, um, and he's going to race his way into shape. You know, I don't think he, he was in shape at all when this thing started, but you keep doing 20-plus-minute main events, even if you can't do them fast, you're going to get in better shape as it goes along. So I look at him, um, you know, I, I would probably pick Dino if I could, but I, I already got value out of him last week. So I still think his average finish is going to be somewhere in that eight to 12 range. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you may, it may work out. It may not. Obviously that fifth last week was, was huge uh, for a lot of people. Um, but it's still not great. You know, Kennard, I think with two crashes, still getting 11th was, was pretty good for, you know, most people. So I think you could take a look at him. Definitely. He's obviously going to be better after he got one race under his belt. Baggett at a zero, man, he's been so up and down, you know, he's capable of getting, I would say he's even capable of battling for a podium, but you know, when you crash four times in a main event, you know, you get 17th. So those are what, that's kind of what's out there. Um, the Weimer and Tickle, you know, Brock's a two and Jake's a three. Uh, I just don't see a ton of upside with those guys. Yes, you could go six, seven again, like they did last weekend, but last weekend no, was they're crazy. not going to. So, they're not going to. No, that's a, yeah. I'm, if you're trying to predict things off of last weekend, then you're probably going to get yourself in a world of hurt. Right. So Wilson's a zero and Baggett's a zero. I like those two. Right. I mean, Dean, Dean, I don't hate it. I just think there's a, there's a chance that things go, you know, not great either. Having said that you can't go off Dallas, I'm going to go off Dallas and say how good Dean was riding, but um, he was, I think think it'll be a big shot, shot of confidence to Dean. And (laughs) I I look for him to be easily in the top 10 now because so that zero huge, huge day for him. That zero is good then Paul. I think so. I agree with you. I'm agreeing with you. All right. So give me your four right now, Paul. Um, Wilson and Baggett. Yep. Seeley and Webb. Or Tomac and Webb. Oh, you're going two single single point guys? Yeah, I mean, uh, besides that, uh, I don't know which one's... What about the Entic Naps? Which one's Adam? Which one's Tyler? Well, Adam's the seven-deuce-deuce. Okay, does he make main events? He has made two this year, but if... I don't like that. 
He's, I wears a seven-deuce trace, and I don't think he's ever made one. And he should have made Oakland, okay. but Kay Clayson well, then, shot him yeah, down. Yeah, I don't know. I'm good. I'm good with what I just told you then. I think that's good. Alex raised a 10. I can't pick him, but I ain't, I'm not picking him at a 10 either. He was – it's not – it's too too low. Yeah. Um, Truman, who do you like? I like Baggett and Wilson. Yes. Like you guys said. Um, they will probably be the number – the I, top two picks of the of the weekend, right? Um, Mookie's top pick right now, but, I mean, we all have seen this. And then, you know, I picked him a few weeks ago, or I picked him every time I can, and it's never paid off. So I don't know that I can pick him. He, like JT said, he is getting better. I just don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think – he got 10th this weekend, which was a struggle, but you take Eli and Webb and Chad and all those guys who I think beats him, and he's, you know, right around the 15, right. 16 range. So – I like Baggett and, and Wilson, and then um, I'm kind of on the fence. Like Paul, I think you might have to go some safe guys. Maybe a guy like Dungey, if we all think Dungey's going to win, um, or Marvin. Marv's a three. But, uh, yeah, Marv's a three. You know, you got to remember if Josh Grant does come back, he, you got to think he's going to be you know 13 somewhere around there. He bumps all these privateers back a spot. You know, the Jimmy Albertsons, the Rays, all those guys. At some point, Chiz is going to ride 450s. Is it this weekend or no? Next weekend. Okay, he should be a twelve. Would you think a ten at least jumping in? So you would think, but he I mean, probably won't be. He'll be a six. I mean, you can't pick, <laughs> you can't pick him at less than a ten. I don't think. I mean, no, I don't, I, don't, time, I don't think you, you know? can either. But he'll probably be like a six. Yeah, is, at a six, there's no chance, zero chance. Uh, Tommy Hans yeah. not a bad pick at an eight, but I think he's still out. So Freeze is an five, and Michael Lessi is a five. Nobody nobody sniffs around that. No. No, okay. I mean you could you could look at Weimer at a three. I mean it's it's not terrible. I mean I know when he got seventh. Obviously we're not saying he's going to get seventh again, but uh, to get thirteenth is definitely doable for Jake. Uh, it's a longer start, so does that mean maybe Alessi has a better chance at getting a good start? I would pick Alessi at a five more than Weimer at a three. That's just me, and I love Jake. He's a Pulp Mex athlete. I like the. Yeah, I don't the, pick. I don't pick Jake anymore. Every time I pick him, he does crappy, and it it messes with our friendship. So uh, I don't pick him anymore. That's <laughs> my new rule. Okay. Uh, Two hundred and fifty class motocross fantasy. I'll start. I start with JT. Paul, who do you like in this? Well, this is the coolest list that you'll see all year. Yeah. Um, and it should grow, I would imagine. It looks short. Shouldn't there be more guys on this list, Dan? There should be. And why is Adam? Yeah. Only, why is Adam a single three? That's that's ridiculous. I told you that's what Adam would be. But the more mind-boggling thing is that Kyle Peters. Kyle Peters is a single four. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You know, Peters yeah, just just he's just you know Peters just podium guy, <laughs> five, top five all day, all day long. Yeah. 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 I don't disagree with Cincerillo where he's at. I do disagree with Peters. And I disagree with uh, Alex Martin. I'm thinking they should have flip-flopped those two. But um, yeah. there's a lot of guys on this list, for sure. Um, Sexton is not racing, so he's not. He, he, you won't have to worry about him. Um, but uh, oof, it's this tough. you got to watch practice, I think, here for sure. But uh, Benny Blossett, a two, that sounds nice. Is, um, uh, is Darren Durham racing? Great question. East Coast the Coast. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what the hell is going on with this list. (laughs) (laughs) Alex Martin will be the number one pick at a double zero. Absolutely. Uh, Everybody will pick Alex Martin. If you do not pick Alex Martin, you are a moron. How's Mitchell Harrison a nine and Alex Martin a zero and Darren Durham a 10 and Benny Boss? I don't know where he got any of these. Dakota Alex? I don't know any of I don't understand this at all. (laughs) (laughs) Dan knows the guy. I he put this list. I know on him too. We all have emailed back and forth, him, but I don't understand where any. I don't understand this. I don't. I. I don't understand. Lucrucio <laughs> is a four. He's never raced a professional race raced in his life. And <laughs> not he's, a supercross, and, not a motorcross. And according to Durham's won a race. <laughs> and according to Justin, Lucrucio is only four back of Amart. That's it. Should be Amart, and then four back will be Lorenzo. Yeah, Lorenzo might not make Lorenzo. Right, right. Oh. Um yeah. yeah, no, Lorenzo might not make a main like you said, absolutely. That that's that is not I mean he's a, a, he's a, he's brand he's brand new and he wasn't setting the world on fire as an amateur. I think that's only fair. I'm not right. talking down, but I'm just talking honest. 
Dan and Odette's a one, so he's one. He, it'd be Amart and then Odette. <laughs> Durham's going to qualify well if he races, and then Durham is everyone's going to freak out and pick Durham. And then something could happen with Durham, and he won't make the main event. He probably will, but he he did good last year at the first race. He was a yeah, big handicap, did. and everybody picked him, and everybody had him. Right. I, I mean, the Durham pick's hard to argue because nobody knows like his program or anything else. I mean, obviously a ten is very big. There's a lot of tens on here that are very big. <laughs> like I don't know how you can't pick a Mart at a zero. I mean, oh yeah. We just talked about him being top five, and for the last hour. Yep. So, um, I don't know how you can pick him. JT, so give me your four picks, JT, and try not to be too angry. My four? Uh, man. Dakota Alex at a 10. Durham at a 10. Um, Norn at a 10. Jesse Willen at an 8. I don't know. I'm swinging for the fences with this lineup. I mean, you can't. There's no way you can go safe. You've, <laughs> You've got to go, go Amart, big, though. No? Maybe, maybe. I mean, if he doesn't really pan out, if he has an off race and gets sixth or seventh, it's not that great of a pick. Okay. Dan? Right? I mean, it, yeah. if you if, – if, if a Norin, you know, Norin gets 13th, that's a much better pick than if Amart has an off night, you know. So, I don't know. There's certain give and take there. I'm not saying Amart's a bad pick by any means. That would be dumb. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying you yeah. don't have to pick him. I thought you'd have to pick him because I thought he's top five for sure all day, maybe a podium. Uh, I mean, you look at the top five, there's some really good guys in there. So it's not like he's a stamp it. I mean, he's he had some really bad Supercross races last year. Uh, Dan, who do you like? Yeah, I, I think you have to pick Amart. I, we all talked about how he's top five. I mean, you're, you're betting that he has a bad race, which is very hard to bet against. I do agree with what you're saying, KT, though. You could pick a Norin, and, and he's more likely maybe to get – 15th then Amart to get fourth possibly but uh you, i think you have to pick big guys like uh norin and dakota alex and um i don't know if these, some of these guys are even racing though i think alex fry is in school i don't think he's through the dirt bike right, in like yeah, a few years or years so but uh i'll tell you who i don't want to pick is nick james <laughs> i don't want to pick nick james <laughs> no <laughs> but no. i feel like nick james is going to qualify very well I'm gonna str- I'm gonna stress out really bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm gonna have to watch practice. Guys like Henry Miller made a lot of main events last year. He he could be on my team. You know. So I don't I don't know. I, I feel like there's got to be more people on this list. There's only 30 people on this list or something like that. So. Hmm. All right. I don't. Paul. Um. Yeah. I mean. Wait. Sorry to interrupt you, but what is A Rod's deal program? Uh, he, riding a motorcycle. I don't know. MTF and PH Stream Yamaha. Okay. Uh, I mean, he has like a privateer effort, but he has a pretty good bike. So. All right, Paul. Um, I don't know. There's <laughs> a million great picks on here, I think, but uh, before watching practice. I don't know. Um, whatever JT said sounds nice. Alex, um, Wentlin, Durham. Uh, no, I don't. I, I don't even know if he's racing, so I won't say him. Okay. That's what makes these picks uh, great. The East Coast, <laughs> the start of any series. Dude, none of us, none of none of us, none of us said Harrison, and he's the second most pick right now. <laughs> Do we know too much about him to pick him? Hey, oh, he's number two pick. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If I put him on my team him. now, I won't sleep until after the race. I'll pick him. <laughs> Maybe he's a bit, like, wiser, smarter, you know, more experience. Yeah, I like him. Frenchie is right. Right. Pick him. I'm clicking him right now. You, no. you sold me, Steve. <laughs> Make Fre- Frenchie is a three on on his first Supercross. Yeah. I'll what do you think? Who is? Fre- oh, Dylan Ferrandez? Yeah. He's going to qualify well, too. Like, he's going to qualify well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. French guys know how to put a lap down. Like that's how they he's been living his life for the last however many years he's been racing professional. It's all about yeah. putting the lap down. So. Uh-huh. He's a good he's a good well, starter too. But I just I've never seen him. Well, I mean he's never raced, so we don't know how he is in Supercross, like real Supercross. Right. All right, give me. We need four for our listeners. We got to have four. Uh, JT, go. I already went. Dan, go. He did. Alex Martin. Norin, Benny Bloss, 
Oh, the last one's tough. Paul McAdoo. McAdoo at a six. All right. Yeah. You're telling me he's top 12. A six is great points. Tony Alessi, unbiasedly, that's the source, says McAdoo's flying. Yeah, unbiased. <laughs> no bias there. Um, Mitchell Harrison is on Paul's team. May God be with you, Paul. Yeah, well, whatever. What about, um, I just feel like Grady Featherstone at 14. Didn't he make some mains? He made main last year. Right? He made a main last yeah. year. Oh, that's it? I feel like yeah. I thought he was in a few more. Okay. I can't believe that you would bring up look. Grady Feather, Featherstone with this list right now. <laughs> 14. He's a 14. <laughs> wow. I, I'm not picking Gaines, and I ain't picking Mitchell Harrison, so no thanks. No your team, you. you. But you're all in on Grady team, Featherstone? Before those two, I would be for sure. That's ridiculous. My team could be Harrison, Rodriguez, and Gaines, and I will literally be stressing. I don't know if I could do it to myself. I Actually, we should probably get you a therapy appointment now for Monday. We'll just book it. We'll just book it. Who is the fourth one? I can they tell you what's going to happen. You need the therapy for is me because whoever Drew would pick is going to be the most oddball picks you've ever seen, and they probably shouldn't even have an AMA license, and they're probably going to get max points. <laughs> probably, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, he'll be down in the, in the staging area helping them with a get yep, with a get coaching them with a get AC, ECU <laughs> right sitting right on the front fender. Brady Featherstone goes fourteenth, and Dan has him on his, paint, yeah. on his team. Absolutely. All right. Thanks to NFAB. Thanks to RacerX and ProTaper and Scott Sports and, and RMFantasySX.com. Thanks to you guys for listening. This is exciting. The East Coast is kicking off, and uh, we'll see reconvene next week and see exactly how great our picks are. If Grady Featherstone comes through, uh, I'm going to be um, very, very happy on that. So, Paul, Dan, JT, thanks, boys. See you. Later, guys. Thanks.